Hey guys, Deirdre Malumbi from Entertainment.ie and welcome to this one-off special episode of The Film Show. Um, As you guys are probably aware, we've taken a bit of a hiatus because, well, we're all in lockdown and as much as we have movies to watch at home, it was getting a tad depressing not being able to go out to the cinema. But hey, you know, this could be the new future uh, watching movies at home and on demand. And speaking of the latter, um, today's episode is actually going to be focused on an interview with someone for an on-demand movie uh, for Radioactive. So this movie was initially intended to have a cinematic release. Um, Unfortunately, due to uh, coronavirus and the cinemas being closed, it is now going straight to on-demand, but I really do advise you guys to seek it out. The film is called Radioactive and it's actually based on the life of Marie Curie as well as her marriage with Pierre Curie. Marie Curie is played by Rosamund Pike, who this interview is with, and she is as awesome as I was hoping she would be. Uh, Pierre Curie is played by Sam Riley, who, as I've mentioned before on the film show, I've interviewed in the past, and he is great in this film as well. The movie is directed by Marjane Sartrapi, who um, I'd previously seen the film Persepolis by, and she's just such a phenomenal filmmaker. And Radioactive is really interesting in that it's not just kind of your straightforward um, biopic in that it's kind of recalling the life and career and love of Marie Curie. There's something kind of it's hard to explain but there's something kind of different going on and it's looking at you know the impact of Marie Curie's discoveries across kind of time and the long-term effects of those and it's a somewhat kind of artistic interpretation it's hard to explain unless you actually go and watch the movie and that's exactly why I would urge you to seek it out. Rosamund Pike is absolutely extraordinary in this movie and it was really, really cool to talk to her as well. She was as fabulous as I was hoping she would be. Um, Some of the things we talk about in this movie is how she has played a lot of uh, real life figures recently between this film and United Kingdom a few years ago, A Private War, uh, which she starred opposite Jamie Dornan as well. So I thought that that was really interesting. We talked a little bit about that. Um, We talked about her carrying the very various facets to uh, Marie Curie's personality, her genius, her creativity, her stubbornness, but also, you know, that sense of uh, vulnerability. Um, And we just kind of reflected on her career in general, um, what she's done in the past and what she looks for in her roles, as well as what were kind of the big attractions for her to do this movie. So Radioactive is going to be out on demand, download to own from the 15th of June. You can get it on pretty much every popular platform, just to name a few. There's iTunes, Amazon, Sky, Google, BT, Virgin Media, TalkTalk, Rakuten, Sony and Microsoft. So yeah, pretty much everywhere. Um, And then you can also get it TVOD, which is to rent from the 6th of July. And it is out on DVD from the 27th of July. So you've absolutely excused to not go and check out this movie. Um, I really, really enjoyed it and really, really got me thinking as well, um, which I always love. I love a movie that you don't just sit back and enjoy, but there's something like kind of something slightly cerebral to it. And it's a conversation starter and all of that good stuff. Um, So with that in mind, I hope you guys really enjoy um, my interview. Um, We're hoping to kick off the film show again from July when cinemas are supposed to open. Fingers crossed. 
Heck, even if it's a limited capacity and with social distancing guidelines, I think there are a lot of cinephiles out there who just want to get back out there and watch movies on the big screen again. So we're hoping to come back with a bang in July. And until then, I hope you enjoyed these words. See you soon. Hi, Rosamond. Such a pleasure to be speaking with you today. Likewise. What I was really surprised about with Radioactive was that it was not like your straight up biopic. It was very stylized. It was almost quite artistic. I was wondering for you, was that part of the draw to the movie, that it is that bit different, that it's quite unexpected? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sort of, I'm, I have no interest in doing a conventional biopic because in a way, you know, lives, however interesting, don't always lend themselves to, to drama, you know, because, you know, a life, however amazing it is, often doesn't have the narrative structure. But, you know, and, 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 and you couldn't make a film about Marie Curie that was conventional because there was nothing about her that was conventional in the least. Um, so this seemed to make sense to me. This was like an explosion of someone's brain. That's what it felt like to me. Like, like the movie kind of takes this big brain and blasts it apart. And of course it jumps forward the things she could never have experienced because that's how her mind worked, you know. It, it was always forward thinking. And it seems like in the whole sort of being or DNA of the movie, it it it, it had it at its core, um, you know, the, the sort of energy and force that was Marie Curie. So, yeah, it was definitely a draw. What I mean, a higher risk, to be sure, you know, but then I've never... I don't really play safe, so. Hmm. Oh. What was the biggest thing that surprised you to learn about um, Marie Curie in the course of making the movie, actually? Oh, I mean, every, I mean, so many things. I didn't know that she, I mean, you know, I didn't know that she had won two Nobel Prizes. I didn't know that her daughter had, she, you know, her and Pierre Curie had a daughter who also won a Nobel Prize. Um, I mean, she thrilled me. Like, she's just, she was like a rock star. She was like, there was something so, she was so hardworking, A. I mean, I think that's a very inspiring trait. You know, the people, especially in this day and age, where everyone thinks that fame and fortune should come somehow easily. I've never, (laughs) never held with that at all. You know, that she put in hours and hours of labor into, into her discoveries, um, you know, hard manual work and obviously the, 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 the brain work too. Um, I didn't know that she had this tremendous tragedy. I didn't know she was such a passionate person, you know, that the love she felt for Pierre Curie was, was like, well, I think it's one of the most beautiful marriages I've ever depicted on screen, for my money. Um, because I think, you know, the, the coming together of these two beautiful minds who were both you know, incredibly intelligent. And Marie Curie was clearly, you know, she was odd. She was she was not an easy person to know. She was very direct. She had no filter. And here was a man who found that charming and endearing and, and he totally understood her. And then I think to have this complete sort of, you know, perfect soul match and then also to change the world together, <laughs> I find that just so intoxicating. Um, to make a discovery that kind of rocked the whole 20th century um, together. I think think that marriage was just something very, very precious. 
I think you've hit the nail right on the head there. And for me, watching as a viewer, I absolutely loved, you know, seeing all the various facets to Marie Curie's personality. And you capture them so beautifully, her genius, her creativity. She was also a very stubborn woman. She had a bad temper, but she had this deep, deep love for her husband and children. And then later, I think that you capture just her heartache and her grief so beautifully. I was wondering, did you find this to be one of your most challenging projects? Because there, because there's a lot going on there. Or was it just kind of all in a day's work? <laughs> no, I found it challenging because I felt her very deeply. You mm. know, I, I, there was a point very early on, we were doing the Nobel Prize speech. Um, so we're doing the Nobel Prize speech that um, she gave when she for, after her second Nobel Prize win, and you know the first time she didn't go, obviously, and and Pierre went alone, and then and then when she went after he died, and you know there was this the way that the script's written, and and it's almost like she sees him there with her, and I was doing that speech, and suddenly I was completely overcome with emotion that I of course had to bury because I was her and I had to hold it together and she would have done and I thought you know excuse my French fuck me you know this is you know this is powerful she's here I feel like she's here and Sam was there um too because originally that was conceived that she sort of felt Pierre over her shoulder and then and then we cut that and we looked at each other and we thought my god you know this is on day two of filming and we thought god this 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 connection between these two, these people are very real. You know, sometimes you feel that the people you're playing are kind of, their energy or their essence is very present. And I, I really felt that on this job. And I, and, and that's what, I mean, I know I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm wandering into dangerously, uh, you know, what's the word, sort of, um, I don't know, arty-farty territory or something, but it, but it doesn't feel like that. It, it, it feels... Sometimes you're telling these powerful lives and and the energy that's kind of contained in that life and in that story sort of erupts around you while you're telling the story. And Mm -hmm. I felt that. And so I lived and breathed and felt her pain and difficulties and loneliness and um, obsession obsession very deeply making the film. Mm -hmm. And I suppose that was... You know, that's the challenge because it's all consuming. I mean, for those months, I thought more about Marie Curie and her hopes and fears and wants and desires and and than, than I did about any of my own life. You know, and I think that's what acting can be. It can be like this very sort of deep meditation on another person's life. Amazing. Um, Amazing. To the point that your life, you know, is 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 less vivid to you during that time, I think you're making the film. And I find it really fascinating that, um, you know, recently you've played, you know, you had a role in a United Kingdom and playing, of course, um, another Marie, Marie Colvin in A Private War. I just find it really interesting that recently you've kind of chosen to play these highly influential, these big, larger than life, but real life figures. I was wondering, has that been a conscious career decision or did it just work out that way? I was definitely drawn to those big lives because I think I'm drawn to courage mm-hmm. almost more than anything as a human trait. I think I think my characters are linked by their courage. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I was to sort of look back, I don't realize I'm doing that, but when I look back and try and evaluate why these women have all come into my life, it's that's the, that's the unifying theme is courage. 
Um, but I think, you know, it comes with a cost. You know, you, 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 you believe so totally in these people. You feel a tremendous responsibility when someone really lived to embody them truthfully and honestly and fearlessly and, um, and you know, it, it, it takes its toll emotionally because when you feel things very deeply, the body doesn't always know it's not... Your mind obviously knows you're playing a part, but I don't think the body always does. Mm-hmm. And I think the body experiences pain. You know, like when I did that grief scene of, of Madame Curie's grief over Pierre's body. Yes. I mean, Marjan came and gave me a hug and she said, my God, she, I mean, she said, you're completely soaked to the skin. You know, you're completely... Your whole body is soaked, and I did—I didn't really know what she was talking about, but clearly, the, you know, some reaction that happened in body. So, on a sort of cellular level, okay. I think your body often doesn't know it's not real. I'm not saying you ever get—you know—you—it's you, never that your mind thinks, you know, oh, I'm somebody else. You, but, but, but on a—you know—you're asking of your body to produce a chemical reaction, aren't you? You're asking it to feel anger or love or fury or grief or whatever and I think it responds with the, with the parallel chemicals <laughs> and there we go we're back to chemistry again you see, for, the, <laughs> for the great scientists I don't know if any of this is true of course I've never had it proved but I it's, it's sort of what I come to believe after years of doing it you know Absolutely. And just like looking at your career and the roles that you've taken so far, you've done you've covered kind of an incredible range of genre, comedy, period drama, biopics, action. And then you've done this across theatre, film and television. Uh, You spoke a bit there about how courage kind of links all your roles. So I was wondering what in recent years, in recent years, I'm not saying necessarily that, you know, my character in Johnny English was sure (laughs) by that, but. You know, I'm not saying, you know, I think one can get very pompous very easily and say that, you know, I think recently I have made some good choices. I'm not yeah. saying I've always done so, you know, I I've, I've sort of, I think it's a bit of a myth, you know, when yeah. a young actor, you're often sort of flattered by saying, you know, people say, oh, you know, your choices. And you're like, what are they talking about my choices? I'm just, you know, lucky to get offered a job and I take every one I'm offered. <laughs> you know? And then... And then um, but no, recently I, I have been making choices. And of course, you have to do comedy. You know, it's vital. It's like part of, you know, entertainment. I mean, when I got to do State of the Union with Chris O'Dowd, you know, we had a... That was so essential. It was like some essential life force that needs to be responded to. You've got you've to gotta laugh. You've got to laugh. You've got to be funny at some point. I have been haunted my entire life looking for beauty in the new... Science is changing. And the very people who are running science are the people who believe the world is flat. I'm going to prove them wrong 